You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Remember, Locked On Patriots is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And because of that, you want to make sure that you download, subscribe to, follow Locked On Patriots wherever you get your podcasts to ensure that you get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. Reach out to me. Let me know what's on your mind on X at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing some love to Locked On Patriots social media style, please follow our account there as well at L-O underscore Patriots. That's fans. Today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and they help you do it faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. In terms and conditions apply. And Pats fans, as you can see, today is not a victory Monday. It's not even a melancholy Monday. Honestly, no. it really isn't even a monster mad Monday. It's more like a malaise Monday. We're kind of, oh. resi- kind of resigned. Yep. To what the New England Patriots might be. A two and nine record, once again headed for a losing season. And it's tough, folks. It is tough. But you know what? In the spirit of trying to push through and persevere, we have none other than the toughest guy in Patriots Nation. We have the legendary Count of Murphy Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, with us today. Thank you so much for coming to us in friendship. We need your wisdom and counsel today more than ever, Don Murphy. Well, I don't know about the toughest guy in town. Um, uh, you know, that's that's still Steve Balistrieri. I'm not I'm not messing with Steve. I'm huge, and I'm not mm, doing it. Um, that's a good point. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, good point. Always a pleasure, Michael. Um, you know, even even on this this malaised Monday, as you as you dubbed it, it, it it's it's terrible. I I've thrown my hands up in the air. The <laughs> the the. They they keep changing the ignition to my keys, and um, you know maybe we can hotwire something uh, this coming week when the uh, when uh, the uh, the San Diego uh, Superchargers come to town and and but other than that now I'm not calling them L.A. I refuse I, I won't do it I won't do it not now not ever but um <laughs> we're a Patriot show and, and I, 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 I I've got nothing mm-hmm. I've got absolutely nothing. All right. I have never seen a team not show up in the way that this team did yesterday. I have never seen, and I've been around here for a long, long time, all right, a, a quarterback that is as completely lost as this man is, as somebody that um, a good friend of ours, uh, Matt Chatham, tweeted out during the game the other uh, on Sunday uh, that this is what happens when players don't take the coaching and they don't. And mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen Bill O'Brien do better with, with less than what's happening right now in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. 
um, both at Penn State and down in Texas. He's done better with less. And I have to put the blame for this uh, squarely at the feet of Mac Jones. It's no secret that Murph and I have been Mac Jones proponents throughout the course of his career here in New England. Every time things have faltered, we've looked for a little bit of silver lining in the clouds. And for the most part, we've been able to find it. There's no prefab positivity here, but for the sake of clicks or for the sake of, you know, social media engagement or, you know, attempts at being able to increase your subscribership, that doesn't happen here. What you're seeing right now here in New England is a deterioration of a quarterback that came into this league with a great deal of promise, with a mm-hmm. pretty good resume, but like Murph said, you're not seeing him take that next step. We're going to talk about coaching in just a minute because I think that in terms of blame pie, that may deserve a whole segment of blame pie, folks. But when you look at Mac Jones, and I talked about this a little bit last night on the postcast, he looks like a quarterback that is anticipating something going wrong nearly on every snap. Brilliant. When you're a quarterback in the NFL and you're doing this on a routine basis, that's a sign, folks, that the circle of trust in New England has been broken. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, those reports that you start to see trickling out about him losing 80% of the locker room make a great deal of sense. And I talked about this earlier. This is not a knock a personal vendetta against Mac Jones. This nope. is not, oh, the players in the locker room don't like him. And by all accounts, Mac is very well liked, very well respected among his teammates because of the work ethic he puts in, but they're not confident in his ability, his mental makeup to lead this team. You need to show that and exude that in the huddle, every snap, every time things go wrong. You need to instill the confidence in your team that, hey, it happened, shake it off, we're going to come back at him. We lost 10 yards, let's go get 20. Right. We fumbled the football, we're going to gain a tremendous amount of yards on the ground. We're going to use that running game in order to get traction and to get ourselves back in this. You're not seeing it from Mac Jones. And what you see on the field and what you see on the bench particularly is a quarterback that looks like he's checked out of this season, folks. And if that is indeed the case, then yes, now is the time to pull the plug. Yep. You got to go with Bailey Zappi as your backup at this point. See what the kid can do from a starter standpoint. But Murph, what we saw yesterday did not exactly instill a whole lot of confidence. I mean, where do the Patriots go from here? Do you give Malik Cunningham a shot at this? I mean, this is where we are, folks. It's not easy right now to be a Patriots fan. I guarantee you it's not easy to be in that coach's room. Don Murph, we need some guidance. What 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 do we do, Don Murph? Yeah, um, it, Bailey Zappi is not the answer. I've been saying mm-hmm. this. This is why Mac started last week. This is why, you know, as reports came out today, um, uh, I – I can't say who said it, and it's really terrible of me. I'm sorry that that Bill knew all week that he was going to be the starter. I, um, it, it was a foregone conclusion because he is that much better than Zappy. And when everything is mm-hmm. controlled in a controlled environment during a practice, he looks like Mac Jones. He looks like mm-hmm. the Mac Jones of the first eight weeks of his rookie season. Um. But when, as you said, when things come out and when he leaves that huddle, he looks like somebody that wonders, you know, what's going to go wrong. Where's the breakdown mm-hmm. coming from? Is it up the middle? Is it off the, the edges? Am I am I not seeing a a safety coming over? And he's not. Uh, he, he is. He, he he's hesitant. He's going up to the plate thinking, don't um don't swing, you know. 
Mm. And and mm. I teach kids you go up to the plate with a mentality that you're going to swing. And the, at the last second, you say no. Not at the last second, you say yes. Um, he's got too much dip on his chip when he's throwing balls down the field. It, it's um, he, he doesn't have. He's trying to pull clubs out of his bag that he doesn't have, and it, it, it's aggravating. And it, it, it's it's all in his head. It's all in his head right now. Mm. That that he yeah. Once once something breaks down, it's going to steamroll, and it steamrolled on this team yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the thing that I was most um, worried about going into this game couldn't have happened. Dexter Lawrence wasn't even on the field, and he was the guy that I'm cutting personal mm-hmm. keys for. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. um, this team just could not figure it out. Now. Um, you could do this by, you know, talking about game plan, but I thought the game plan was fantastic. It was just that Mac, Mac let it down. Yeah. Three interceptions. You can't do this. Yeah. You can't lose the turnover battle mm. when you are this team. This team right now needs to be perfect because they're not good enough to be mm-hmm. imperfect in any way, shape, or form. I'm so glad that you mentioned game planning because – with Dexter Lawrence out of the lineup, the Giants yep. shifted to an off-coverage scheme that I think for the most part we expected. And I think O'Brien right. expected this as well when he found out that Dexter was not going to be in the lineup. So what do they do? They surround Mac with a lot of slant concepts. There were moments where Mac looked like he could handle it, and he did have a couple of tough luck moments yesterday. I do have to right. give him that. Parker slipped on a route. Tyquan Thornton seemed off his timing. Um, our good friend Taylor Kyles of CLNS Media anticipates he might be putting a couple of extra steps into his gate, into his route yep. running. And if that's the case, folks, then that can throw timing off. So be uh, you know very mindful of that. I know we're being heavy on Mac today, but if if you can touch it, you can catch it. This is this is you know a founding uh, a foundational exactly. type philosophy. He had both hands on that ball. And he dropped it. And people are screaming, oh, it's a bad pass. It's yeah. behind. He threw it to the back exactly. shoulder. Tom Brady does that. And he's screaming at Wes Welker. All right. Mm. <laughs> you know, and losing the Super Bowl. And, and mm. but, you know, Mac does it. And it's his fault. They, you, you, these receivers have got to catch their ball. They've got to run the right routes. They've got to be where they're supposed to be. Now, mm. it, you know, during times... Um, he, he did, he, he looked fantastic, you know, hitting Demario Douglas, he, the, the pass that he hit to, um, Devonta Parker going over the middle that, you know, I was shocked that Parker caught mm. because, you know, yeah. it was, it was, it was put in the perfect place and Parker doesn't normally <laughs> catch a ball that's put in the perfect place where nobody else can grab it. And he turned that into something, <laughs> but you get down into mm, the red true. zone and you don't take care of the ball. That's where you turn it over. And this is what happens. Yeah. I'm talking way too fast today. No, you're absolutely, you're right on the money. And you know what? I think you're feeding into the angst that's being felt by Patriots Nation right now. And look, bottom line, folks, it's hard to sit there and to break down and to try to look for silver linings. There are minuscule silver linings right now in the quarterback room. And we've talked a lot about Mac, and I do want to get back into the coaching and the concepts in just a moment, uh, because one of our everydayers out there is really slowly but surely becoming a favorite of ours here on Locked On Patriots, submitted such a great question that we're going to break protocol today, and we're actually going to incorporate that question into our second segment for Mailbag Monday here on Locked On Patriots. So don't go anywhere, folks. You're not going to want to miss this. Um, Bailey Zappi coming in in the second half. Yep. A lot of people started to chirp away that, yep, Bailey looks a little bit more comfortable in the uh, in the Patriots system. He ran that 11-play, 60-yard drive and gave the Patriots a little bit more life. You can start to see it. And then 
you start to see the difficulty and the reason why he's not on the field on a regular basis. Having difficulty picking up the reads, getting the ball downfield, not his strong suit. These are all problems that you see with Bailey Zappi. If you're a New England Patriots fan or if you're a New England Patriots coach right now, Murph, how confident are you in giving him the ball to start this Sunday against the Chargers? Not at all. I'm not any more confident in giving him the ball mm. than I am uh, uh, Mac Jones. I'm really not. I, I don't. Mm. I, I think that the reason that he looked so good when he was coming in in relief a couple of years last year and he started those games were it was a completely dumbed down situation. All right. It, it was it was basic. It was, you know, but the people that were that were surrounding him were actually in the right places at the right times. Part of it is not knowing what's going to happen with a relief quarterback. When a quarterback comes in, you've seen this a thousand times. You know, a, a quarterback gets blown up, has to leave the game. Hopefully he's 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 OK. And uh, the 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 backup quarterback comes in. And the game plan goes out the window and things work until they see what you're doing. All right. They, they pick up what you're doing. And, you know, what happened in the second half is what happened. The key to that drive was was not Bailey Zappi. And we all know it. It was the run game. All right. It was my first key on the mm. on the ring. Uh, they they got it to Ramondre and he he he. Went with it. To say he's not ready for prime time is is an understatement. He's not ready for Sunday morning, uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. All right. So you know, I honestly, I I would go. I would see what Malik Cunningham has in his bag just to keep somebody off balance. Yeah, it felt an awful lot yesterday. Like the Patriots just did not have a viable option at quarterback. I really think the Patriots are a team in search of answers right now. And Murph, I think that's going to lead us very nicely into our next segment here because one of the big reasons why the Patriots are searching for so many answers is because the players aren't getting them from the top. You can talk all about the players on the field. They're the ones that have to make the plays. But if they're not put in the proper position or given the opportunity to learn the proper ways to win on the field, not going to happen. And right, right now it's not happening in New England. And Murph and I are going to examine why that's the case and how much blame really deserves to be placed on the shoulders of all of the Patriots coaches, not just Bill Belichick, when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues, a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on listeners, football season is here, and there is no better time to use Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. In fact, they're the easiest and the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of those other players, including the pros and the sharks out there, you pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. And listen up, folks, you are going to love this. With the Price Picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. And that's for football games and for basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted, and PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. And if you're a Patriots fan and you're looking at that injured reserve list in New England, you know all about the need for injury insurance. So don't delay, 
do it today. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's a first deposit match up to $100 by going to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use the code LockedOnNFL. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L, prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Patriots fans, thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage and hopefully your first listen each and every day. And joining us today, as always on Monday, the legendary Thomas Murphy has all the answers and we're picking his brain today on the Patriots 10-7 loss to the New York Giants dropping them to 2-9 and nine on the season. Murph, it's been since 1993 when a young rookie named Drew Bledsoe was taking snaps that the Patriots have had this type of record this late in the season. They were 1-10 that year. The Patriots yep. are 2-9. Not much better. Lean times here in New England. But a lot of the fingers, Murph, are being pointed at the quarterbacks. Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. Yep. There's a lot of deserved reason why that is the case the quarterback play was abysmal uh on sunday against the giants but you and i both know that it's not just about what these guys do on the field it's how they're prepared in the weeks coming in in the days coming in in the hours coming in in the coaches room one of our everydayers on here truly one of our favorites and one of our biggest supporters and we appreciate her with a tip of the cap every single time she contributes to the show leslie k pod girly had a question that I think is so valid that I want to begin this segment with this question, Murph, because I think it ties into everything we're going to talk about in just a right. moment. And Leslie wants to know, in your opinion, what continues to be the biggest obstacle keeping the Patriots from winning games this season? Murph, I think we both know the answer to this question. But I'm going to shift it mm -hmm. over to you first. What prevents the Patriots from turning these seemingly winnable games into losses routinely week after week? A lack of confidence, all right, stupidity, a lack of preparation. And, yes, I'm pointing my finger at the coaching staff. And with, without a doubt, it's kind of hard to get on Adrian Clem right now because he's not around, he's not in the room. Right. But Troy Brown, Ross Douglas, and Will Lawing, all right? Troy and uh, Ross are wide receivers coach, uh, kick returning coaches, um, and Will Lawing is, is the tight ends coach. And this is where – most of the issues are happening right now. These guys are not getting separation. They're not uh, hitting their right routes in the right way. The communication is off. Okay. And it, it has to go to coaching with that. I, I'm not even going to jump on Bill O'Brien right now because I thought the game plan was, was really good yesterday and it should have worked. The, mm. the Patriots should have won this game 24 to, to, to three. And that didn't happen mm. because of stupidity. Okay, and it, it's it, it is Bill O'Brien's job to have the quarterbacks ready uh, to go, and he hasn't. So I'm not absolving him of anything. But no, it's the receivers coaches that that need to step their game up, and I am wondering why they're not being taken to task more by some of the people in this town. X's and O's is very important. Game planning is extremely important. Like you said, Murph, coming into yesterday's game. Bill O'Brien's game planning was not the problem. I thought they had a no. very good concept in terms of how they wanted to play and how they wanted to execute. But you have guys that are clearly not on the same page. A lot of miscommunication going on. 
And that does fall on the shoulders of the coaching staff. The first thing that comes to mind is the miscommunication between Mac Jones and Mike Gusecki. It was right. palpable when you're watching the broadcast and you're seeing Mac Jones go back and talking to Mike Gusecki and jawing at him as he's trying to get back on the field. And these two guys are still not on the same right. page. And showing a lack of discipline, really having that type of conversation right out there on the field, that shows that either incorrect routes are being run yep. or incorrect concepts are being taught from both sides. The quarterback knew what he wanted to do. The tight end, in this case receiver, knew what he wanted to do, but these two guys are not on the same page. It was wow. on that hook play that the Patriots love to right. run all the time where they run the quick out. That converts usually to a fade. That right. did not happen. You see, and it gets checked out, and 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 Gesicki did, just did not get it. He just did yeah. not get it. It did not click with him, and it needs yeah. to click with him. I, I was warned by multiple people who have watched Gesicki religiously while he was down in Miami that, you know, mm. sometimes <laughs> things just don't – he's got all the talent in the world. He looks great in the uniform, but it just doesn't click upstairs all the time, and it's shown that. And this goes back to, to my keys last week that weren't turned – um, you know, where is Farrell Brown? Mm. You know, the man who Very always runs the right route, the man that always completes his block, the man that mm. has moved the chains every time he was asked. I didn't see him yesterday. Did any of you? Arguably one of your most productive offensive players this season, the guy that you go to when you need a big time play to energize your offense is nowhere on the field or is not being targeted. In yesterday's situation, going back to the hook play that uh, led to the miscommunication between Mack and Gusecki, Gusecki breaks outside. That's on him because that should have not been the case. That's not where he can catch right. the ball. That's an uncatchable pass at that point when he breaks to the outside on that type of a hook play. But Mack's got to make a better decision there as well. Tyquan Thornton is off coverage. I think that would have been a shallow throw. That would have been a much better option for him to yeah. be able to hit. He didn't do it. So you're looking at now players that are routinely missing these concepts. Yes, you put a lot on the quarterback shoulders, folks. I'm not absolving Mac Jones of his sins yesterday. Far from it. But these things need to be better prepared in the room. If Bill O'Brien is preparing Mac Jones one way and the positional yep. coaches are not preparing their receivers to be able to be there for him or play to his strengths and weaknesses, then yeah, you're gonna. It's gonna lead to what you saw on the field yesterday, which is really unacceptable in a lot of ways. Uh, you never want to see that type of miscommunication going on right during a game setting. It's one thing to go at each other on the sideline or really right. kind of catch up, but when it spills into gameplay, yeah, you right. know you have a big communication problem in New England. There is. There's a the communication problem and there's a chemistry problem, and and you know. They're mixing acids and bases out here, people. And if you take in basic chemistry, you know, at any level in the sixth grade, you know you don't do that. I think one of the biggest problems with this, Murph, and I think one of the biggest difficulties the Patriots fans are having, and especially media that have covered this team for a number of years, is we're just not used to seeing this come from a Bill Belichick-led team. No. The Patriots are always the most prepared team in the, in the room. They're always the best conditioned team in the room. Right. They may not have the most talent on paper, but they're going to find ways to make no. up for that, and they're going to be smarter than you on every snap. That's it. This season has been completely the opposite. No. The Patriots have looked out of shape, they've looked out of sorts, and they haven't looked prepared, that's and they look very uh, confused. And you that's to get something back to that you running that hill, a Bill Belichick-led team. 
You know, yeah. they, out of shape is, is a fantastic, you know, there they used to be a drill that the Patriots would do every day at the end of practice where they would run, go and run the hill. It was fourth quarter, you know, last, last five minutes mm. of the game. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, these guys are running up and down that hill five, yeah. six, seven, eight times. And it just, now people look blown out there. Um, I, I, I've, yeah. I've put a lot of this on, on the fact that a lot of people, on this team were new the the fact that that depth has been asked to step up and take care of starter type snaps um this entire but but this game really blew it out of out of proportion the fact that mm. how unprepared this team is or how this team is not taking the coaching that they're getting mm. okay and if they're Absolutely. not taking the coaching that they're they're getting and you believe in these these guys out here Maybe it's the the guys on the field that need to change, or the coaches need. Right now, I I believe it's the coaches that need to change, because yeah. for the last three years, uh, last three plus years, uh, this receiving core has not gotten it done. And you've seen mm-hmm. people for for a decade and a half, two decades, people have come to New England, excelled and ex- exceeded expectations, gone off and gotten paid somewhere else. Okay, Mm -hmm. right now, and then did not perform as they did here in in New England. And right now, Mm -hmm. these people are leaving New England, going off and excelling and exceeding expectations in other places. Yeah, just take a look out west, folks, and uh, the job that Jacoby Myers is doing out there for the Raiders. And by far, he's not the only name, but I think probably the most prominent that Patriots fans are looking at and saying that, yeah, you know what, uh, we could use a guy like that right about now. And Ultimately, you're right, Murph. Just being out of sorts, being on a different page with your coaching staff is something that the players need to take accountability for. The coaches need to take a great amount of accountability for because ultimately, what does it do? It leads to what you saw yesterday, turning the ball over three times on three promising drives. That absolutely kills you. Bill Belichick called it out this morning. Bill O'Brien consistently calls it out. Everybody that covers this team has pointed out how futile the Patriots um, opportunities have been because of needless turnovers. This defense just cannot pick you up after three turnovers like that, even against a team like the Giants. It's time to look ahead to 2024. And the big question on everyone's mind is, are you looking at quarterback or are you looking at wide receiver? Where are the Patriots to go from here? Murph and I will end our wisdom and counsel on the subject when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues the proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Patriots fans, when you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top-tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team to help you do it faster. And here's the best part, folks. They help you do it for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. They have a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours on LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats, and they might not have the time or the resources to hire. So thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive. It's quick and it's easy. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions 
making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And locked on listeners, the holidays are upon us. And while it can be a magical, happy time for so many of us out there, there are those that struggle to find the joys of the season, and some who even struggle in silence. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change. It can be something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on okay patriots fans locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today and it's here for you 24 7 covering the top stories of the day with local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel hopefully folks the disappointment that you're all feeling right now in new england patriots nation will be made a little bit better in the coming days because there is light at the end of the tunnel in the form of the 2024 nfl draft and here today to help me break this all down and try to gleam some silver lining out of all of this is my good friend the Connor murphy fisto himself the legendary thomas murphy of e2gsports.com talking Patriots quarterbacks, talking coaching, but all of us here in New England are looking ahead to 2024. As I said last night on the postcast, 2023 folks buried with a shovel, and then yesterday in the Meadowlands, the Pats buried the shovel. We're done. It's time to move on. If the Patriots right now are in the driver's seat to get a top five pick, and right now they hold the number three slot, there's still an outside shot at number one and number two, folks. But if the Cardinals keep losing, it's probably going to look like the Patriots will settle into that third role. If, in fact, the New England Patriots have that top five pick, a lot of fans are wondering, where do you go? Do you go quarterback? Do you go receiver? And Marvin Harrison Jr. having a tremendous season. Do you go offensive line? These are all valid questions. I leave it to you, my friend, because the most common question that we got for today's mailbag was one that I think all of our everydayers out there should get credit for because most of our everydayers did have this question. Assuming a top five pick, what should the Patriots' primary position of need heading into the 2024 NFL draft? I leave it to you, my friend. Where should the Patriots be looking at this point? Um, You know me, Michael. You know where I, how I earn a living. Uh, it, it's Joe Alt. I want, I want the offensive tackle. I want the guy that's going to be on the left side for the next eleven years. 
and then try to find a quarterback either by hook or by crook or by free agency, or maybe somebody will fall. I, I'm just, I'm, I want the sure thing. All right. And, and right now we, we don't know if, if junior's coming out over there at, uh, at, um, out of Ohio state or not, you know, we're really, you know, there's, there's a, a you know, a, a coin flip. Do you want Caleb Williams? Is he the, is he the man? Is he the, is he shown you what, what they believe? And I don't, I, I don't want him. I like Drake may the best out of all of these quarterbacks. Um, I've really been in mm-hmm. love lately with Jaden, Dan- Jaden Daniels out of LSU. Now my, my, my plan was hopefully getting him in the second round, but you're going to have to trade back up into the first round right now, because I think he's turned himself into a top right. 20 pick. Um, <clears throat> there, there's a lot of time between now and then to see what bill can do or, uh, you know, what Bill's going to be able to do during free agency, who he's going to bring back, who he's not going to bring back. But for me, guys, I'm sorry. I know it's not sexy, and I know you don't love it. I know you want the the, the breakout um, wide receiver. But, I mean, tell me, how many of those breakout wide receivers are wearing rings? You know, we, we keep talking mm-hmm. about the pickings and the, That's a the, good point. the you know, this, they're, they're not, they're not the guys wearing the rings and they're, they're out there with, they're out there with some fine quarterbacks and they are not where they don't, they don't have the hardware. Okay. You build an offense mm-hmm. from the inside out. Okay. And right now this team needs a new inside. If you take that quarterback um, you had better rebuild the, this offensive line in free agency and go out and spend a ton of money. Okay. If you guys didn't remember last year's free agent frenzy, all the money went to the offensive line, all of it. Okay. Yeah. And it was stupid money. It was money that, that people called overpays. All right. And some of those, some of those players aren't even having fantastic years. Um, I think Joe Alt is it. I think he's going to be a, a cornerstone type offensive tackle. I think that's where you start. Um, this defense is is amazing. They're playing mm-hmm. this well with their two best players not on the field. All right, and they have been mm-hmm. for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, yeah. But no, I, I I want the offensive lineman. I want all. Hmm. Alt even over uh, Olu from uh, from yeah. Penn State with the back connection. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I'm not arguing, folks, but I believe it should be the Patriots' number one priority internally to bring back Michael Wayne at the right tackle position. Oh, sure. You put Joe Alt yep. as a – if you put him as a bookend right. on the opposite side of a Wayne, that's an impressive – You have Andrews in the – you yeah, still that, have that, Andrews in the middle. You have him on the right side. You you work in these, these guards that you've just drafted. These kids are at, being asked to do a lot. They really are. Hmm. And and I've I've been over you know uh, at nauseum. You people probably turn the channel off. Uh, how many times that I talk about Doctor Strange, Cole Strange being brought in here and and him being injured and so far behind, it goes goes right to being in shape. Uh, he's been injured since since August. All right, and and things have hmm. not worked yeah. out the way that they had hoped to with him simply because of injury and change of scheme. Um, this offensive line yeah. is is going to have to uh, 
to evolve. And I think Alt is the man that's going to be able to do it. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned Alt because I think from most of the scouting reports that I've been reading on him, it's coming off as being a little bit more pro-ready at this point. Fewer right. red flags. Maybe Olu pops off the page. Olu Fashano, folks, tackle from uh, Penn State, very highly touted. Excellent in pass protection. They're calling him one yep. of the best pass protectors coming out in years. But his ability to guard against the run are a little bit suspect, and he's going to need right. some work in that category. Alt may not be the prototypical pass protector that Olu is, but he's close enough, and what he brings in the run game really may give him the uh, uh, the nod there. So I'm glad that you brought him up and those guys. See, folks, anytime we want to get Murph in a good mood, we always talk okay. about those big round men. He loves it. Obviously, the fans are going to be clamoring for a quarterback here, especially yep. from what we're seeing with the Patriots. Um, I happen to agree with you. I've said and I've touted Caleb Williams' dual threat capabilities. He can create on his own. If that's the direction the Patriots are going to be going into, that may be the guy that they look at. I personally like Drake May better. I love his ability and I love his arm. Gotcha. Um, yeah, there's some turnovers there that you need to work with. But what he can do as a passer in this game, I right. think, is going to outweigh some of the bad with the turnovers there. So uh, the Patriots have some big-time questions to answer, and they need to yep. look internally at where they're going to focus. Offensive line, wide receiver, quarterback, I don't think you can go wrong at this point because I think all three of those positions are so vital to the future That's success it. of this team. And Murph, bottom line, even with one of those guys, no guarantee that the Patriots are going to return to their winning ways anytime soon. No. This team is not just one player away from contending for a Super Bowl. No, that's it, and that's that's why I'm I'm hoping beyond hope that the uh, that the Cardinals do some winning, and the Patriots end up trading down with them, and flipping first round picks and taking all of their seconds and and uh, so they can get the quarterback that they need, and maybe the the Patriots can find one down a, a tad bit lower and fill some of these holes because there are just holes everywhere on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not really worried about the defensive side mm -hmm. of the ball. Uh, I think what what they've done, what Bill's done over there, is uh, fantastic. I believe what Gerard Mayo and um, has done on that side of the ball is amazing. Uh, forgotten in all of this is, I think, a very good effort by the defense the last couple of yep. games. They've done more than enough. ESPN has basically outlined that the Patriots are the first team in the last 30 years to lose consecutive games despite holding both of their opponents to 10 points or fewer That's in back-to-backs. Indianapolis and now the New York Giants. And you heard Adrian Phillips say yep. this yesterday. And Adrian, believe me, from my time covering the Chargers, folks, he's not a guy that's going to be overly vocal in giving you his opinion. You could hear the frustration yesterday saying 10 points. Right. We did, you know, we're holding teams to 10 points. That's not enough. Right. We got to go out there and put a zero up there. Maybe that'll be enough. Yeah, there's a lot of frustration. Um, obviously that's way too much to put on a defense's shoulders, but you hear a lot of frustration in these guys right now. And, uh, it's tough, tough times with the new England Patriots, but you got to start somewhere and you got to rebuild and they're going to have to rebuild with a high draft pick this time around, but that draft capital to good use. So Murph, what can we say? Our everydayers are amazing in locked on Patriots yeah. uh, nation. And we all appreciate all of the time that you take to send in questions send in your feedback and help us to make a show here on Monday a little bit easier, especially when your team is two and nine and it's not easy to be a New England Patriots fan right now. But once again, folks, look at the light at the end of the tunnel. This is a proud franchise and an excellent fan base. Let's let the rest of NFL nation see that 
and stay loyal to your guys because they need it right now more than anyone. Earth, what can I say? I th I thank you. I appreciate you. You're always there for the handoff. Before I let you go, buddy, please let everyone know where they can reach out to you, where they can absorb your amazing content that you do for E2G Sports, and what you got coming down the pike this week, buddy. We no, we got it. We got uh, you know, anything anything I got going on. Just follow me on Zitter. Uh, X, you know, whatever you want to call it, at Teamworks 207, and you'll find out what I'm up to. And uh, just just remember, folks, uh, we've been through this. A lot of us have been through this before. Remember, in 1975, this team was three and 11. Mm -hmm. and in 1976, they were uh, they were 11 mm -hmm. and three. It can change like that. I've said it all year long that this team is three players away from uh, from being a very good football team again. Just three. Let's see if Bill can go out and find them. Maybe a couple mm -hmm. coaches too. <laughs> Well, you go back to 2000, that was a 5-11 and 11 season, yeah. Murph. That was not easy. Yep. Belichick was the coach of that team. Uh, the following year, 2001, yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't yeah, it? And it was pretty good, good times. Good times good. indeed in New England. And, folks, you make all the difference here on Locked on Patriots. Thank you for making Locked on Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. On behalf of my good friend, the Connor Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports, I say it unequivocally, folks, the best in the business and a great friend and someone I admire and I appreciate a whole great deal. I'm Mike DeBate reminding you all to stay safe, stay well. Yeah, I'll remind you that you're a little late on that this month, Murph. <laughs> all kidding aside, folks, stay safe, stay well, and be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow on Locked on Patreon. You owe me a hundred bucks for putting George Michael in my head. You gotta have faith, faith, faith. I want one fifty. One fifty. <laughs>